0: Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi Hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here, and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael
2: Cossman, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Mom January continues. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. So excited. I'm in studio, repeating for the third time this week, we have Kristen Brest. Hi. <laughs> and sweet Catherine. Ms. Catherine Woodard. Hi. Um, you yeah, a lot of love last week, Kristen.
3: I have to say I'm real thankful for that because I felt like, you know, isn't it Brene that talks about the vulnerability hangover?
0: Yes, I okay, think so. so. I
3: had it for probably three days. Like I left and I was like, yikes, that was too much. I said too much. I cried too much. I mean, it was intense.
0: Listening back though, it was just honest.
3: It did feel real honest. Well, because it was honest. I mean, yeah. it was just like, yikes. But I had so many moms that reached out and were like, I'm crying with you and interesting, right? How shame makes us feel like we shouldn't admit that we have ambition.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I loved it. I feel like a lot of people, you know, I got this um, message from, we have like a moms and babes um Facebook group, which would you want to be on the group with us, Kristen? <laughs> sorry. I <laughs> want to you. <laughs> I invite you. I will invite you on the group. Okay, sorry great. <laughs> um, so this one mom was like, so I sent the podcast to my husband because this podcast was me. I felt everything they said from my four-year-old asking how his brother got in my belly to feeling stuck to wanting to get tested because my grandpa, my uncle, and my grandma died from cancer. Today's podcast was by far my favorite. Felt so close to home. I cried so much. Um, I feel very stuck with debt, staying at home with the kids. When in the past, I've been a go-getter, worked two jobs while getting my degree and an awesome job. Um, And yes, I love my tiny humans with all my heart and soul, but but I miss being me. I don't know who I am other than a mother. I always wonder if that's all I'm ever going to be. And she sent the podcast to her husband and she said... um, so thank you, Jana, for your amazing podcast and girlfriends. You really helped today. Know that you may have changed my marriage for the better. He finally listened to what I'm needing. So I'm thankful.
3: Wow. That was like,
0: that's awesome. I know.
3: Shocking. I got choked up when you read that. Uh, <laughs> <I> mean, <but laughs> just the emotional one, I guess. That's like my new role.
0: But I think it's, I think it's stuck because I think it's, it's a real conversation feeling stuck and not knowing, you know, is it okay to feel like this isn't enough, even though being a mom is incredible, but still feeling that weird stuck feeling and not feeling um, not feeling fulfilled enough or challenged enough or especially, I don't know about you. And I, I know, well, Catherine, I know for sure. I was talking to her. I was like, it's been a real rough month with Jolie. She's just been the worst she's ever been with her temper tantrums. And it's just like, it wears on me too. And like my soul and, and our marriage. And so it's this very, it's just hard.
3: Yeah. I think parenting is, I think just parenting is hard, raising little people's hard, trying to be an example for little people while you're raising them is hard. I do think there was a lot that Mel said to me too. When when she said asking for help, it really hit home. Like I I just don't ever ask for help. I mean, truly, I would try to change a flat tire by myself before I'd even, it's ridiculous. Like it's, and what's the point? And when Mm -hmm. she said that there's patterns that you have that no longer serve you, it just, I've listened to that segment probably three or four times at this point because I just felt like I'm like man she says it with such conviction and certainty you know
0: so what are you doing though to like take that first step
3: so Preston and I talked a little bit and I was like these are the things I need to do and I need to be podcasting I need to be creating I miss creating Mm -hmm. you know and I've I've channeled so much of that creativity into stuff that I do with the kids and it's awesome and we have a pretty fun life at home but I'm just I want to say this because I think people need to hear this. And um, I had a talk with my best friend yesterday and she has an eight month old little boy and she's in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. She owns a business. She's tired. And I said, I think it's, I think we just need to be okay saying I'm a better mom when I get breaks from them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But it's hard for some of us to admit that, you know, like I, I stay at home all the time and, and I want to miss them sometimes, you know? It's like even that way with my husband a bit.
1: Why has that become such a negative thing, though? Like, why are people afraid to admit that?
3: I don't know. I think we I think everyone there's so many, you know, the world is noisy and people have well, opinions. Sure. Jana knows probably better than anybody. But it's like people are just afraid to say that, that. I just need a break and I need help and I want to be it doesn't make you a bad mom to get away from
1: them when I think that's any relationship. Amen. You know, sometimes you just need a break. Yeah. Your marriage, your kids. We're, mean, we're not lucky enough probably to hang out with our friends enough to need a break from them. I wish <laughs> but, I needed a break from you guys. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you just need a break.
0: I think it's hard, though, because it's hard, especially with Jace and even Jolie Um, today. I was like, OK, baby, like I took her to gymnastics this morning and I was like, all right, I- I'm dropping you off now with with our nanny, Kylie. And you need to be a good girl and screaming. And it's like that when they have that reaction and that then temper tantrum and just it's like, mommy has to go to work, baby. Like, and then, you know, Kylie tries to take her, but she's like throwing down, kicking, screaming, Oh mommy. And then, then she upsets Jason and then he sees me and then he wants me. And it's just that like, tension. then, then, but it's a tension, but then also then okay, there goes my that. Instead, that that goes my guilt like there it, there it happens it it yeah. starts like that I'm like oh, I'm a bad mom for leaving I know I'm not because I know this is my job and I have to show up and do my own thing but then I'm also in the same breath I'm letting my kids down by leaving and, ha- the, and them having that uh, reaction
1: I feel like when they're younger like that though it's more of like an immediate reaction of they're just trying to get you to stay in the moment you mm-hmm. know like I don't think it's more as they get older it gets a little bit you know whatever but it's like They're not really thinking through, oh, my gosh, mom's going to work. I can't believe she's leaving today. It's really just I want you in that moment, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they move on and then you come home and it's all good. So I don't I think we're putting undue shame on ourselves that that initial reaction yeah, and that initial reaction, because that's what little kids do. They you know, they want like an immediate response. They want to get their way in that moment, you know, so we're also kind of teaching them like, I love you. But I have to go. I'm so sorry. But, you know, like they don't always get exactly what they want, you know. So I think that it's also a way of kind of teaching them and explaining to them. I will be back. I'll see you in a Mm -hmm. few hours. And I think it's good for them. Healthy missing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So we're going to talk about this a lot. Um, We have Joe Frost. Do you guys remember the super nanny? Oh, yeah.
1: I used that to watch it all the time. Jam. I love it. So
0: she's going to be our guest um, for today's episode. And I'm, I know we have a very short window with her, but I just, I'm like, I have so many questions. I'm just going to like rapid fire at her because I just feel like there's so much in the season that I'm going through right now. I know with you girls too. So I'm really excited to have her. And we're going to be talking about this a lot because Kristen, um, Mike and I, we are going, um, we're doing a wind down tour in March. And we are going to Texas. Um, We're going to go to Austin, Houston, um, San Antonio, Dallas in the beginning of March. And then the end of March, we're going to be in L.A., in Sacramento. We're going to be talking all about... Mom life, married life, um, the ups and downs, we're going to have some fun too. So Kristen's going to join us for those dates and it's going to be a lot of fun. So you guys can get your tickets at jannacramer.com. It's going to be a blast. Let's take a break and then let's talk to Joe
4: Frost. Hey there.
0: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation, compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's. You guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Takovas is your stop before attending your next concert. Tkova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. She's walking into the building. I'm nervous. <laughs> Why are you the, nervous? Like the I don't know. Clicks
3: of her heels or something. <laughs> yes. it's like totally. T- yes.
0: <sighs> I, I did. You, you took some stuff from her, though. Yes, I did.
1: I absolutely used um, her timeout method. I don't know if she calls it anything or not, but just like putting them back. Certain amount of time, not talking to them, setting them back in time. Is there a certain spot for the timeout?
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's not like in their room. Is it in their room or is it
1: mine? Wasn't, but I can't remember if I got that. I don't No, I don't think it's supposed to be in their room. Okay. But I, I, we'll and then how many her. minutes? Cause I'm like, if I tell Jolie to sit in for a timeout, it's like, I have to keep, re- I do it per her... age, like oh, a year. A so three minutes. Yeah. A minute for, so three minutes for the three year old. And then what Put if the they timer don't sit on, there though? And if they don't, if they don't, you do not say a word. Take them back. Put them time out. You can't starts over. crazy.
0: Oh, that's the
1: hardest part. So you have to keep restarting yeah, it. I don't oh. always do that. But yeah, that will. just sounds
0: uh, uh, my willpower so well is the first fading one. with with Jolie. I mean, the other day she's like, I want to go to school. And I'm like, and uh, mind you, I had I had to get her there by a certain time because if not, I was going to be late for my mm-hmm. appointment. And it was just like, baby, I'm so sorry you're having those feelings and those emotions, but we have to go to school, so let's go get your shoes on. No, what? And just like kicking and screaming. And I was just like, I, I mean, I, the, the amount of times I walked away, and then finally I had to, I, I grabbed her and just, you know, basically chucked her into the car because we had to go she's just I'm getting you know I probably have bruises on my face because she was kicking me like and but I was like I I tried everything to like rationalize with her and sit on, go on her level and say you know say baby I'm so sorry you're having those feelings like I wouldn't want to do this either but we have to (laughs) like I was just like what else what else should I have done in that moment I tried everything it's hard I mean especially in that time like I had to leave at a certain time and and I even gave myself enough time like I warned her hey five minutes till we have to leave Two minutes till we have to leave. Get your
1: shoes on. What does Joe have to say? I don't know. To I mean, you could do timeout, but. I do feel like. But we don't have time to give some out. Well, that's what our busy lives have created. <laughs> yeah. Is oh, a bunch Joe of... going to put the smackdown on she us? Dead. Kids. What do you mean? <laughs> because we're busy and they're. We're so busy that we don't have time to take the extra time oh. to, to do that. So it's like. Consistency. The whole, yes. Being consistent. The whole thing about like if you're in a store. And they're acting up. You say, if you do that, we're going to leave. Well, like, you got to really be willing to leave. You know, but it's like life is just too crazy.
0: That's like at the pool this past summer. I think it was you. I can't remember. But you were let's just say it was you. But like, Ramsey, if you keep acting this way, we have to leave. And I'm like, well, that will suck if you have to leave. Like we're having a really this is (laughs) a really fun pool party. I know. But it's like but then you have to follow up on it. And then that's a bummer because then you want to stay at the pool party.
1: But you just told your kid. Life sucks for parents. when <laughs> you It really does. I mean, I would have, if that were me, I would have left. Really? If I said it, yeah. I will say. If it were my husband, he wouldn't have.
3: I don't know if it's the Capricorn Capricorn with Love and I. Like, we are head-to-head and super stubborn, but, like, it's war of the wills and I'll always win.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm like, we'll do this a thousand times, chick. We'll be late. You will. We'll do yeah. this a thousand times. But the timeouts, now I just have to say, do you need a timeout? And I don't even... Honestly, I don't even phrase it really as punishment at this point. I'm just kind of like, I tell her, I'm like, you need to get a hold of your emotions. So I put her in a chair and I'm like, you just got to get a grip on your emotions. Joe is going to probably have something <laughs> to say about this. Four minutes doesn't work for us. So a minute for each age. Love will throw herself into a spiral for 20 minutes. She gets that from me, too. Ooh, so I remember
1: watching one of the episodes. Oh, it was so good where this person was. Ju- this kid was giving her a run for her money. And it like it went on. It like did like the time lapse. <laughs> it did it for forever. forever. She, she stuck it out. She stuck it
5: out. So now,
3: because I'm just like, okay, well, then you're just gonna sit until you can just get a hold of your emotions. Like you can't. I need you to calmly talk to me, and then we'll figure out what we need to do next. But I'm. It's not. Gonna That's kind of what I you. started
0: with Jolie too, where I when I have the time, <laughs> I'll, I'll you know I'll say, okay, I'm not gonna have this conversation with you because you're not talking to me. You know, no. you're not being a nice girl, and until you can talk to me like a nice girl. I'm going to leave the room yeah, and then she'll kick and scream. And so I'm like, so you you come to me when you're ready and mommy will be ready to listen. And lately that has been working. She'll come to me and she'll say, I'm ready now. And I'll uh-huh. say, okay, want to talk about it? And then she'll say, "Like you were not listening to me. And Aww. I was like, well, baby, you weren't listening to mommy. <laughs> and that's a problem. <laughs> but I will say one thing about Jolie because I feel like I've just like said, you know, all of her tantrums and stuff, but she's really good at coming back and saying sorry without having to say sorry, like without me having to ask. Yeah. Like she'll be like, she'll even in the car the other day when she was having a terrible temper tantrum, it's, you know, going into the car for school, you know, I'm just like, just like so aggravated and I'm driving and she goes, I'm sorry, mommy. And I was like, thank you, Jolie. Like she acknowledges when she's doing something wrong. And
3: I think that's That's a a pretty huge, a pretty cool thing. Yeah. It's great. You should be proud of yourself too, as a mom that she's developed that.
0: Well, we, we we say a lot of a lot of sorry's in our house. <laughs> well, that's so that's, okay. you know, that's but we thing. but I think, it yeah, I think that is it kind of like it's what our therapist said is like there's there's going to be maybe some um, c- communication flaws and we might not say things properly. And, you know, I've come back to her, too. And I've said, like, honey, I'm sorry that mommy raised her voice at you. That wasn't right. So I think maybe. Yeah. OK, yeah, that was good then. Yeah, it's I'm good. gonna mom pat me on the back. should. Sure. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, love
3: does not. She's starting to learn now to say I'm sorry, but I don't also want an empty one, so I make sh- Yes. You know how some kids are like sorry and they just know that's what's next? M- that's what my 3-year-old's kind of like
1: that. So She'll she immediately goes it all. Sorry. And I'm like, "What are you why?" You don't even yeah, know. Yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: yourself. Nope. What's the biggest challenge that you're going through right now, Kristen?
3: Um, she wants attention.
0: Okay, I feel like you give her so much attention, though, like you're always with her. I do, too, which
3: is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it feels good that you think that, too. Um, Legend, our little boy, is 17 months and I'm literally raising Will Ferrell. So he is so funny and he's just bigger and louder and funnier every day. And he is just a comedian. Like it's something he's just wired different. And so she kind of fades a tiny bit and not really, but she's just not center of attention she doesn't like to be center of attention so we actually had some issues with the potty she started we had like one day three accidents in a row and i'm like this is nothing to do with the potty it just has everything to do with you needing some attention you know mm-hmm. whether it's negative or positive so wait a minute is
0: joe is joe listening to this oh i am i'm listening
6: oh. to every word <laughs> i'm listening to every word <laughs> Um, Joe
0: ah. Frost in studio with us, mommy. Hello. Yes. It's our nation's um.
3: hero. You're here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is there anything you want to
6: say in this conversation? Um, I caught the tail end of um, potty training and uh, a little one perhaps playing with that bowel control due to some defiance. Just yeah. for attention. So what's going on?
3: Well, I will... Man, Joe. I don't really... I don't want to take up time, so I'm going to say this. She we, she was doing super well in the potty. She still does not poop in the potty. Mm-hmm. So How I old would, is your little one, though? Julie? She just turned four.
6: Right, okay. It took so, Julie so where about does a year. She, where does she, though, poop? Where a, does she
3: do the number twos? In the pull-up, but now I've made her stay in the bathroom while she does it in the pull-up, because before ah. she just put on a pull-up and she kind of just roamed the house, and I'm like, well, we don't all get to just poop wherever we'd like, so... You have to stay in the bathroom, which is less entertaining.
6: I'm gonna tell you one thing when it comes to potty training and this is so important. I you're either nervous. committed as a parent or you're not. Like you're either doing potty training or you're not. It's like either they're wearing their big girl panties or they're not. Meaning it has Take to be de- it has to be a decision that you make. And you follow through from the beginning to the end so that they actually know that this is the transition. It's like you go out and you buy them little motif underwear that's fun, that they enjoy, that they can pick. You know the signs and symptoms already because, you know, you've already done it with bladder control. And what you do is you literally follow through and you don't give them a pull up because what she's doing is holding And then what she'll do is is wait until that pull up's on and then only go in the pull up. So you have to be committed to it. You have to let go of the control. You have to be very nonchalant rather than focusing on that because then at that age, it becomes a power play because she knows what she wants and just let it go. Give her the underwear, let her go. And eventually what's going to happen is she's either going to go in the potty or she's actually going to poop that underwear and it's not going to be comfortable. And you're going to make no big deal about it. And you're going to say, okay, well, let's clean up, but you know where to go now. So she needs to know that it's the big girl underwear and that you're following through on it because she's a big girl. So it's the it's the balance between just being firm and giving her the praise, but not scolding so that she doesn't use that or feel shame around that. And I'm telling you, you'll do that in seven days. Seven days, she will be done.
3: Okay, great. I'm going to start today. Yeah. And and it took Jolie.
0: It took it took our daughter a really hard time. You know, she 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 caught on real day. We did the three day method, Joe. And it was just, you know, naked for three days. And it, it really worked for us. But she didn't she would not poop. Um, we, we we didn't do overnight, and I don't know how you feel about that. We She still wears a pull-up at night. She doesn't really pee in it anymore. The nights that we don't put it on, she ends up peeing the bed, and then, and then I'm just like, oh, it's 3 in the morning, and I'm changing sheets, and I'm just like, let's so, just put the
6: pull-up back on. But do you think that really worked? Like, you know, like you said, we did the three-day method. Like, the three-day method is supposed to have you clean in three days, which quite clearly I think is unrealistic For most children, unless you're a parent that's very in tune and you can catch your child at that moment when you know that it's just exactly the right time to be able to follow through and and move past that transition. So even, even just listening to yourself... And the progress that you're having, there are still slight backs that are sort of stopping her from moving forward when you know that she's capable of being able to do it. You know, and that that can create some sort of mixed messages at times with the kids. It really is a kind of life skill that when you move on and you know your kid's ready for it, you have to kind of be full gusto with confidence and, you know, positive affirmation for her of how well they're doing to bring them to that place. So, you know, I think it's... I think it's the gray area that we're talking about here, ladies, that can get a lot of parents confused because, you know, they start off with this sort of hardcore cornerstones of a technique and then they forget all the little steps along the way and just sort of say, well, that's fine and I'm happy there. But I won't follow through on that because, you know, you know, I don't really need to. But if we did, we'd actually get the end result quicker. So it's just sure. something to think yeah. about, you know, it's something to ponder about.
0: I, I love that. I, I have to tell you, though, what's going on um, with with my my four-year-old right now she's she's gonna be four in in um, a week and a half and she's um it was probably started a couple months ago but she's afraid of her room and so and her room's you know beautiful and i'm like okay let's what would you like to cuddle with do you want you know your unicorns and then i I would um, we have like this monster spray that people told us to try. And so, you know, I'm doing everything to make her feel like super comfortable in her room. And I'm, you know, I, and, but when it comes to bedtime, it's, I need you. I need you. And I'm like, okay, Jolie, you know, I'm right here. Mommy's just downstairs. Like, you're okay. She's like, I'm scared. I was like, what are you scared of? And she's like, I'm scared in my room. And I'm like, well, baby girl, like, you know, we have lights on. I, I keep, you know, a soft light on for her. And then there's the sound machine. And that, but she, it, she gets to pick like which sound she wants and the color she wants it on. And, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to make her room just like her, her sanctuary of like peace. And which it then, is right. Which it I'm, is. I'm trying. Yeah. And, and so then I, then she'll say five minutes in my bed. And I say, okay baby so I I, you know after the stories we we read two books and then I tell her a story that of of her choosing yeah and then I lay in her bed for five minutes but here's been the problem I've I will leave the five minutes and then she'll start crying mommy I need you and then I go up there because her room is right next to her brother's room and if she wakes up the baby like it's it's just not going to be good for like anybody
6: in the house and bingo that's where she's got you she's got the baby on the chessboard, <laughs> and she's using the porn it's checkmate, checkmate. she has the queen on the chessboard. oh know. you're damned a fresh game a fresh I game know. she knows
0: I'm, I'm totally screwed and so I'm knows. like Jolie stop like you're gonna wake up the baby so she's screaming she's screaming Even and what more. do we do we keep going back up there and then, then Michael and I are getting frustrated because we're like Jolie go back to bed and she'll get out of bed like she'll get out of bed like 15 times and then finally I'm just like we'll go up there and we'll lay in her bed
6: until she falls asleep well now it's become a thing all right so you want to you want to finish that and in, in, you want to finish that tonight i want it stopped how badly. Like, like how I, badly. I mean, I'm gonna probably
0: you're gonna probably think I'm a terrible mom, but like when she <laughs> used to get out of her room, like we locked her in her room. Like I know that's not okay, but like that that was what stopped her when she was at two getting out of her you know, coming out of her room. And then I was like, We can't keep locking her in her room. So yeah. we ended up unlocking. Yeah. But you know, in this house it's like, No, you're you're not you know, you're a little girl, you can
6: be fine. So I'm like, Yes, tell me what to do all right without the baby waking up <laughs> so the, the, the reality is is that you know kids are smart and we've underestimated them quite clearly in your house yes. right because they're negotiating and the baby's on on the chessboard here's the really simple answer you got to take the ransom baby off the chessboard right because mm-hmm. you know that's the leverage and she knows it and she knows you know it right that's number one number two um look I'm not sitting here judging because most parents have done the same. Let's face it. They get frustrated. They don't know what to do. But when you do lock a child in a bedroom, you actually make them feel scared. Well, I haven't done that in forever. No, that's what I'm trying to say. So I get, you know, I get where you come from with the frustration of doing it when they were young. Yeah. However, now there's two things that need to be in play. One is as a working mother, you need to go home and be very present with the time that you do spend with your child before you move into the bedtime ritual. Once the bedtime ritual is, you know, in its place, very calm and not rushed or interrupted, she will emotionally feel, and so will you, that you've had quality time together. You've been present, you've listened to her, you've read stories together. She spoke about little things in her day. You have, you've had those special moments and you know what I'm talking about. You know, when they're cuddling up and you're snuggy bugging with the kids, right? Mm-hmm. And once you've kissed your child, goodnight, night and you've had that little, you know, tomorrow we're going to do this, it's going to be a great day, X, Y, and Z, right? If you Mm -hmm. want to spend five minutes in the bed, that's up to you, right? Mm -hmm. But it has to be with the expectation of her knowing. Once it's five minutes, mummy's then going to leave. And then once you leave, you do the stay in bed technique, which means you go downstairs and you carry on doing what you're doing because your daughter can hear the white noise of you Pottering around downstairs, and she'll cry and say, "I need you." And she may shout that, and you don't. And go- she also gets out of her room too right and, runs and you downstairs, don't, right, and you don't go up until she comes down. And when she comes down the first time, you say to her, "It's bedtime, darling," and you take her back upstairs. And the second time she comes down, you say, "Bedtime." And you take her upstairs. And the third time she comes downstairs crying... And looking like she's about to fall apart at the seams. Because now it won't just be the monsters in the room. It'll be there's somebody behind the curtains. There's somebody behind the bed. I'm hungry. She'll throw every excuse at the book, right? I want want water. I want every trust me. I wrote the book they read out of. (laughs) Trust me. Right? (laughs) She will throw every excuse. And when she does, you say on that third time, you absolutely say nothing. And you take her back upstairs and you tuck her into bed and you actively and I use the word actively ignore, meaning you do not reward your daughter with conversation like you have to teach young children how to transition from day to night and by having a bedtime ritual. And by doing the little snuggy buggy things that you do before they go off to bed and kissing them goodnight and having the presence of being with them and having that concentrated time before the bedtime ritual sends a very clear, lovely message that you're there spending time And that there is nothing for them to worry about and that it's time for bed. Because I can tell you now, your child does not have any separation anxiety whatsoever. So you're not dealing with a child who is hysterically in a space of feeling anxious when they're not with you. What you do have, though, is a child that knows... How to play that play game book. Right. And Mm -hmm. she's hitting you hard with it. And the baby is the leverage because then once the baby wakes up, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get the baby to sleep. Right. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you break that habit of letting her know that she has that leverage and you follow through with that, you've seen me on my shows Mm -hmm. resolve that situation in a day, a day not two, not three, a day. I just feel I mean, like that I have done simple. that and it still doesn't work. You haven't That's done that. Where- I'm telling you, you haven't done it. You know why? Because okay. I have a conversation with her. Now, the reason why is because you're having conversations with her. You're justifying mm-hmm. to her why there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with her room. I mean... Sure, I'm going to yeah. ask you as a mother, intuitively, you know, there's nothing wrong. You know, she's got a beautiful bedroom. You know that you do those lovely little things mm-hmm. when she comes home from work, when you come home from work. You know that you have time when you cuddle up together and read stories and talk about all the lovely little things that you do. You mm-hmm. know that she's sleeping soundly when she is asleep. But every time you go in, you justify that she has a reason to not be in that room by the way that you respond and the way that you behave and as I said again the queen on the chessboard here is the baby mm-hmm. because as soon as you go in and you go shh don't wake up the baby yeah. she's like oh I'm waking up the baby trust me I'm waking True. up the baby you yeah. know because no, kids want sense. more and more of your t- you know they want more and more of your time and you know at the end of the day kids need to feel safe they need to feel secure and nine out of ten if they really have had some real present time with you, Mm -hmm. then they're actually very content with that because they know it's coming again and it's coming tomorrow and it's coming the next day. So it does take... This kind of yin-yang balance of you being very conscientious of the time that you spend when you come home from work. You can't be that mummy that's like, oh, hold on a minute, darling. I'm just going to get the phone. Ten minutes later, you know, she's sitting there waiting to put the pajamas on. Or, oh, and we got to yeah. the fifth page and now you want to skip to the eighth page. You know, she needs you present. There,
0: I do that. And, you know, I'm going to say. So if you do it. But she, I don't think she knows know? yet
6: that I'm doing that. No, she does. She does. Yeah. by yeah. your Yeah, by your actions. By your actions, by what you do every day. It's she sometimes she picks the books that have the longest. (laughs)
0: I mean, it's, it could be a 20-minute wow, smart. Plug.
3: Well, there you go.
6: I mean, what does that tell <laughs> we you? We need to
3: limit the selection. That she's wanted. Okay. That's what I, do. that's I don't what I want do to now. hear it,
0: Miss, my daughter sleeps nope, in my bed. that's my next question. <laughs> 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 I
3: literally was like waiting for the so I could say, now what happens oh, if she never goes to her place? She climbs into I know I was, my bed at the end of the day. And I was
0: just going to say, I w- I'm not going to name names, but we do have a co-sleeper in here, which I've, yeah. you know, I personally, that just doesn't work
3: for my It doesn't mine work for husband. anybody. It's are you me. kidding nope, me? sorry. It doesn't work for me either. Why are doing it well he's gone so much so it's kind of like it had been comforting to me for a while oh you mean your baby became the pacifier w- for me yeah yeah, yeah. well right. <laughs> i'll say i we have such lim- i just want to like speed date you joe we're all trying to speed date you We're like here's our <laughs> joe questions the, um, so our little boy, when she it, it real, she realized that he was in our room when I brought our little boy home from the hospital and she was sleeping in her room, she was actually doing great with it. Yeah. And then she had her first nightmare the first week he was home. It was just the three of us. My husband traveled. And tell me what that nightmare looked like. Uh, Like just, it was weird because she had never had it. Just screaming bloody murder. Like I thought she had hurt herself or someone was hurting her. She had never done it before. So mm-hmm. I ran up the stairs and grabbed her and, you know, you just cozy him up and you're like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. When she, we cozied up in my bed, brought her down, she sees that the baby's in the bed and it was game over. She saw that the baby was in our room. Are you sure and, it was a nightmare? I don't, I don't know. No, I, just I don't up. think it was. I was just in a, you know, I'm in the postpartum fog at that point. He yeah, He was of like course. five days old. So I was yeah, like, you're
6: like, what's sleep.
3: happening? And I'm the only parent in the house so yeah. i was like okay yikes so grab her put her in yeah minute she saw a homeboy in our bedroom joe yeah. game over and yeah. she has not wanted to go in her bed since
6: so.
3: yeah so yeah, how do we
0: get the- baby how do we get and how your little one <sighs> is he still in the bed with you no
6: legend oh, is legend. awesome Harold, are you kid, how, old, how old are your two children like what the age is we're,
3: the, we're basically the same janna and i are the same so our little yeah. girls are four and our little boys are three months apart minus 17 months
6: 17 months now
3: and he's a great sleeper in his bed regimen good to go sleeps like a rock she is he sleeps. in his own
6: bed- bedroom now though
3: oh yeah yeah oh okay I put him up at six months I, so, the irony of that right him.
6: the irony of that you had a little bit of regression from a new addition right with mm-hmm. your older one, sort of saying, "Well, where do I fit in with all of this?" And then she wants the same mummy love, right? Because yeah. of the bed situation. And the irony: now the seventeen-month-olds in their own bed in their own bedroom, and now you're left with the older child, right, that still yeah. wants to be in there. Um, again, the great news
3: is we're not going to have a third kid because the be- the four-year-old's in the middle with us. You know what I mean? Like, there's no chance of ever making another <laughs> baby. <laughs> we've got that going for us. Right, well let's change that then,
6: right? Okay. <laughs> and get the other one back in the bed. Look, the the reality is, is that most people want to address a sleeping problem um for what it is on the surface. Right. But those issues are like bad habits. So you created a bad habit, right? You just let her in and thought, oh, well, what the hell? You know, I'm trying to get through it. Right. I'm trying to muster through this sleep. And now you've got yourself into that bad habit. The only way you you do it is to untangle it again. So, you know, your routine would consist of your younger one going down first. Right, because it would be what an earlier does. time, which yeah. would then allow you to have more time with your eldest daughter, so that she felt like she was getting some of your individual time. And then you would follow through, like I've just explained, with your bedtime routine. See, the thing is, these are very simple. We're doing what you're saying
3: and the quality time. But then when it's time <laughs> for bed, are you she's following like, through on anything? We're but- going to mama dad bed, and I'm like. So now I just rewrote. So now
6: she has to do basically what you told me, Joe. Yeah, because,
3: re- but yeah. go to her bed.
6: Yeah, because the only reason why she's still doing it is because she's still sleeping in your bed. Otherwise she I would not be doing and it, and I don't see she's doing a face right now. I don't. You just see, don't I, want don't, her I don't want her out. I don't think you want I don't her, don't her out. Think you want well, her out I don't out of want there.
3: anybody out. I like. I like the. Co- I will say this though, her sleep is not sound, and so now I'm starting. To, I'm tired. Now I'm like, okay, time for her to go to her bed.
6: Oh, that's interesting to hear you ladies say that. Like you're like looking like. You're well, saying it, I, I kind of like it. Like, I'm, well, I'm it, I don't really well, want to. I like to
3: smell of her face and a little creepy. I just like love <laughs> her, you know? It's sweet. And I, but I could do that with her in her bed. I love my kids, but I like them in their beds. Yeah. The, the, what's the comfort that it brings yourself? Mm, just you, having another person there, I think. She's right. really cozy and she's, she's extra like, she's just a really empathetic, sweet little human. So she like rubs, you know, she like in the morning, she like rubs my face and rubs my arm. Or yeah. in the middle of the night, she has a little <laughs> hand around my neck. And so the it's thing, I the, love you, mama. You know, you're just like, yeah, okay. it's, I mean.
6: Like the thing is, is that a lot of people do, you know, a lot of people co-sleep. But if it's not, you know, if it's not really, you know, I say, if it's not really something that is a priority for you, then it just won't be that important. You know, yeah. like it has, you know, like when I go in and I help families, and sometimes, you know, they have been co sleeping for years. And one of them's like, well, I'm really okay with it. And the other one's like, well, I'm not. And when it gets down to really the nitty gritty of why one's okay and the other one's not, um, it has been sometimes because it was easier to have a child in the middle of the bed rather than address the real issues that were going on between a couple. And my point is, when I talk about that, is that if for you it brings a comfort and an emotional yearning and longing that actually feels really good for you, or if it's a comfort because it addresses maybe a form of anxiety that you get a little bit at night where your brain is overtired and it's racing and actually the tenderness of her being in the bed with you makes you feel comforted, then it will never be a priority to put her back into the bed because it brings you the comfort as well. So most times when I'm helping families, you know, it is because You know, they're the ones that are saying, Look, we're over this, we're done, we don't want it, especially when you've got another kid in your bed sleeping with you. So, if you're really in a space of saying, Look, I know that I need to do this and I know all the reasons why I do do it and I want to move forward, then it's something that you'll conquer really, really quickly. I mean, really quickly, you know. But if you're doing it for reasons emotionally that bring you the comfort, then I would say, Sort of, I do, but it's yeah. not,
3: that's not her purpose to serve either. You know, like that's not for a four-year-old to... It feels good to have her next to me because my husband's gone quite a bit, you know? Yeah. But also, I don't... I just have realized lately it's time for her to go to her bed because now I get into bed with my husband and I like kind of shove her to the side and I curl up next to him because I'm just missing being
6: next to him. Right. So do you understand... So yes, do you yes. understand that then? It's like you're now only realising it's time for her because actually you want to cuddle up to your husband. So you see the reasons was about yourself, right? Rather than saying, look, I want to do this for my daughter because actually I know she needs to be comfortable and secure and actually feel really OK and confident being in her own bed and a beautiful bedroom because it's good for her. And I'm going to be a mother that's going to implement a technique to show her this is absolutely perfect that you should be doing this and I can help you give you the guidance to do it so when we can untangle a little bit of honesty within ourselves and saying look why do we really need to do it then what we can do is get on top of it and resolve it before you end up then with your daughter sort of feeling a bit of a way because now daddy's back in the bed and where's my place you know yeah, so get her you know, back, you know. back in That's her own really bed interesting point yeah because in there
3: when she's nine either like I've heard yeah stories of people
6: that can never get them out oh honey I've seen it you've heard yeah. it I've seen it yeah <laughs> you know I've seen it it's I, true
0: I've been trying to, there was a, there was an article that came out, um, Alicia Silverstone basically about, um, it's getting them on their level and, um, having respect. And there's so many different techniques that I've tried with my almost four year old daughter that sometimes I don't know if any of them actually, it's like sometimes just none of them work. Even if I get on her level, even if I do a timeout, it's just, it seems to be exhausting and I don't know what, what is the best tip like for, for people. Parents in the the temper tantrum stage. I know consistency, but at the same time, what if none of the things work? And I've, I've I feel like I've read everything, and I just don't know how to like in those moments really what to do because I'm I'm starting to lose my my patience and my cool.
6: I'm going to ask you to be more patient. I'm going to ask you to follow through more. I'm going to ask you to be more consistent. I think all the key foundations. That bring you to being more successful with your children are the things that parents do not want to do. They want everything in a heartbeat. They don't follow through. They don't create a framework that creates consistency. I mean, this is what leads to success. Otherwise you end up sort of self-sabotaging yourself. So like when we talk about reading everything, you know, this season I've helped a lot of families that have said to me, Oh, I've read this book and I've read that book and I've done this technique. And when I've actually gone through and fine combed the technique, they now understand why it never worked for them. And look, I'm in this arena, I'm in the parenting arena. You know, there are so many books out there where all of a sudden now everybody is given advice. You know, they've got a couple of kids, four kids, five kids, they're given advice on their own children but not enough wisdom or expertise in being able to have an abundance of families and different types of children, personalities and temperaments to have the experience and the wisdom to be able to give that sound advice. And so what I would say to you as somebody who is a go-to and has been in this field in the trenches with families for 30 years is that you have to be able to recognise, one, what's a priority for you, Two, following through on a technique and not giving up after a couple of days. And three, really recognising how do you change your own behaviour to actually lead towards the outcome that you want with your own children. Now, when I see a lot of people talk about, parents talk about wanting to have better respect with their children and for their children to listen to them, I simply teach parents how to look at their children's face. When they're talking to them, because a lot of them mm. spend a lot of time giving directions and the child's head, the back of their head is facing towards the parent as they're playing with a toy and the child can be very focused and very present, which I think is a wonderful lesson to teach us all as parents, that they're there and they're focused and they're playing and they have selective hearing at times. So when you talk to a child's back of their head, well, I, I can guarantee you they're not going to listen. You know, they're just going to ignore you until you actually, you know, bring them over to you, ask them to come to you or you go over to them. Mm -hmm. And you have the basic principles of communication, which is eye contact and actually coming down to a little one's level because it is about, you know, not intimidating with our height or our body language and just conveying very politely and respectfully what you would like them to do and to follow through on and if it's something that is inappropriate behavior then it would be a warning first and if it's not and it's just like hey honey can you go and you know put your wellington boots there in the basket then it's done in a conversational manner so that your child knows the difference between your tone because that's what they're going to be listening to so sure. it's the smallest the smallest and subtlest of of little techniques and advice that make a huge difference in the way that we communicate as a whole. And I give that sort of that example to parents that if I was talking to you now, looking at you, giving you eye contact, and all of a sudden you had something very important to say to me, and I kind of just looked down as if I was looking at my phone or looked out the window, you'd feel rather disrespected. Like, is this woman actually listening to me? You know, mm-hmm. has she actually heard what I've said? Is she present? And children need that healthy communication too so that, you know, they are able to develop their auditorial skills. So I would, it's very easy. I, I get a lot of emails from thousands of parents around the world that sort of give me that one line. I've tried everything. Nothing works. I've done this. I've done this. I've done that. And when I start to say, right, tell me what you have done and then tell me what the steps are. And I start to fine comb and break down. What Mm -hmm. I see is that there's a human behavior to just ad lib, to to change the game, to move the goalpost a little bit, to not stick with what you're being told, to make it your own version. And that's that's when we get into trouble, to be honest. Sure. You know, I um, am.
0: I, I really wanted my nanny when I told her that you were coming on. She was yeah. just like freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, I'm her biggest fan. Aww. Is there and she couldn't come because she's watching our kids. <laughs> but um, is there some like what's your biggest tip for other nannies that is it is it being consistent or what is it? What is it that would be the most helpful thing for for Kylie to hear?
6: I think that I'm, I'm going to give it to you to allow it to her. I think okay. the biggest thing for a nanny, and I hear from a lot of nannies that have that become very frustrated, is that they want to be able to help the parent and support the parent the best way that they can. Mm-hmm. And they become a little bit worried to sit down and have a conversation to say, hey, look, they're ready, I've noticed this, or it would be very helpful if, you know, we could do this. Um, and I do think that there is an education in America with respects to parents understanding how we can keep the doors open for our nannies to feel freely in being able to have a very fluid conversation that helps them help us as parents so that they can have a weekly conversation. And I think it's something that should be done every week. A parent should check in with their nanny and actually say, look, you know, if there's anything that you've noticed, is there anything that you feel like, you know, little Charlie needs? You know, um, you know if you notice... Anything that we can help with? Um, do you have any concerns? You know, you need to keep the dialogue open. And there's a very big difference between a professional, sole charge nanny and a mother's help. You know, somebody who's just there to be given instruction of being told what to do, and somebody who's there as a sole charge nanny, taking care of all of your children, scheduling nutrition, early learning education and you know taking your children to all different classes as well there's a difference between the two professions and in America we do like to throw you know throw around the word I have a nanny I have a nanny but do you do you have a nanny or do you have a mother's help or do you have an all pair there's a difference in the job descriptions and I think when we can understand on both sides what those job descriptions are I think we can really help one another and every nanny can do her utmost in being able to support the family in the way that she wants to because she's there as a confidant. I mean, you know, I started off as a nanny uh, for 18, 17, 18, going on 18 years before I became a private professional, you know, consultation for parenting, you know, coaching. Mm -hmm. And then what I did for a living became a show. And it was very important to be able to. Why did the show go away? Were you just tired, like all moms? <laughs> Were you just like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. No, I, I wanted the show to um, open up to the space that it's at now. I
0: wanted. And can you tell us what because it's it's um, um, on Lifetime again, ten nine Central. Super Nanny is back. So what what can we expect um, now? And the new Super Nanny.
6: Yeah, Super Nanny is a, you know, it's a show. This show coming back now um, is very modern, very fresh. It's looking at the um, hot topics internally and externally that we're dealing with in today's society for parents. Um, It also um, allows us to be able to look at every different type of family dynamic, whatever that is, however you define that in your family, and opening up the gates to looking at every type of age. You know, Supernanny back in the day, back in 2004, when it ran for seven, was 23 episodes for seven seasons, uh, was predominantly looking at you know, naughty behaviour, mischievous behaviour and the toddler realm, the toddler age. And my spectrum and professional um, expertise is with the entire family and with every age. And so it was really important when I came back in discussions uh, with everybody, you know, a collaboration as an EP on the show as well, that it was like, you know, no bars held. I want to be able to help every family in America. I don't care if the child is 18, still living at home and they have, you know, maybe a new child from a new marriage, you know. But I want to be able to help every type of age of child, um, young adult from teenager to teenager, infant and toddler and look at every dynamic because we have grandparents now that are taking care of their grandchildren as co-carers. You know, we have military families where the whole family serves. It's not just the one that's deployed. We have a lot of blended families now, you know, where we have the high divorce rate and we had a lot of, you know, remarriages, right? And blended of families. We have different types of, you know, family dynamics. You know, we've got, you know, families who have been you know, incarcerated, you know, and the eldest sister has been looking after, you know, children. So, you know, the families are very different in many different ways. And so taking a look on this season, it was about saying, right, let's open up the gates. No bars held like any family that really just needs help in being able to put their family back on track and knows that they're in a space where they need the help. And it really, um, well, it's worked fantastic. You know, it's allowed me to travel, and to continue traveling around America in the way that I do. Anytime Speaking. you're in Nashville, please
0: <laughs> let me know. And I would just love to have you come over to my house and just whip us all into massive Oh, come and he- but, Definitely come uh, and help you well. Please. And yeah. then John Edward can read um, everything because I saw that we uh, – he was he was liking your stuff. He was he's also been. On I the know, show. Well,
6: John Edward is a very very close friend. We're he's very a dear friends, sweetheart. We're very dear friends. So yes, exactly. Well, I mean, the two of us. That's it. You're done. You're sorted. I know. Right? I'm like, yeah. come you come over exactly. and then he's gonna then read. You know, I know all he'll of us. read. I'll, send I'll the family from out. My house to your house. <laughs> exactly, and we'll just we'll just do a lunch the three of us. You know, I, mean,
0: <laughs> I love that so yeah. much. Um, I I know you have to leave um, because you're you're out there promoting Super Nanny, but I know what I'm doing every Wednesday. I hope all my mamas out there for Mom January Watch Super Nanny on Lifetime Wednesdays ten. 9 Central. Joe, I, I seriously can't thank you enough for giving us your time and your expertise and your knowledge and um, we just, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. We love you, Joe. See thank you in Nashville. Please, Please come visit. Please visit. Thank you.
6: I'd love to. Thank you. you. Bye.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's. You guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Takovas is your stop before attending your next concert. Tkova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. To make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Okay, wrap up of Joe.
3: (laughs) I got work to do. I feel like you and I need a hands in on three and I meet you on FaceTime tonight at like 10 p.m. when everyone's in their own bed and they're sleeping in their own bed. I I can't wait to see her in bed. You got it. I
0: would love that. It's just I I mean, honestly, I started just sleeping in her bed because I'm like, it's either she'll fall asleep at 710. I mean, she will. She's so tired by the day. So but what happens but it, when
1: she won't fall asleep at seven ten, and she
0: has to have you there? But as I know she gets older. I, I, trust me, I know. And that's and Don't I, do I it. totally get it. I'm I'm gonna stop now. But it's like, but then it's eight thirty, and this is still happening. So it's just like, do I just sit, sleep in the bed? And I mean, no, I'm not going to because we're gonna do a pack tonight. It? It's gonna be great. I
1: really, really think the not having a conversation thing, True. because it's all about attention. Yeah, I will say when we attention. started getting love in the bed, like before this regression.
3: We didn't talk.
1: Mm-hmm. We would
3: come in. We would put her in the bed. We would walk out. It
1: was like that's, and that's I did it as usually, many times as yeah. I need to. And usually by the fifth time she was so tired. They give up because you're not giving them attention. So it's like, yeah, they're it's, not giving. I, know, I was like, and then Catherine, I was like, do you have any questions? And well, like, y'all's were so good. So I didn't want to ask. Well, I already kind of knew the answer. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, it's kind of stupid. Well, I've seen what the it? one that she did. Is it bad to bribe your kids? but I've oh, seen it. Is it, it bad? Yeah. She I do was it all like, the time. she was like about no. And I don't want to hear the answer because I'm still going to bribe my kids. I, I mean, like positive reinforcement bribery.
0: I, it's like eat your tomatoes and you'll get this. Like, totally. That's, I mean, I work yeah. out to get my wine. But I bribe really? myself. So I don't
1: understand <laughs> exactly. how that's bad. <laughs> I really do think it probably was the one I was watching. And to the extent that this family had gone, you know, like I think that they were just having a bunch of candy or something, whatever it mm-hmm. was, it had gone too far. And so she was like, nope, no more bribing. But it I'm all about some positive reinforcement bribing, ma'am. I'm sorry. It's
3: just survival. You know, like I was, it isn't by now. I love having love in our bed, but it's, it. I, I'm just really proud of her for acknowledging like all the different family systems. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. I don't have a husband at home like 75% of the time. So it is cozy to me to have her in bed with me. I get that. And I love yeah. it, you know, but I also am like, when he is home, we kind of like, you know, reconnected. We got to go away for a couple nights like not too long ago. And when we came home, we were like, God, it was so nice to just like, like I just roll over in the middle of the night and like just breathe them in a little bit, you know, or whatever. And I don't get to do that anymore because there's this sweet little like 30 pound.
1: I just think you have control to be ready. In the middle of us.
3: Yeah. yeah. But I, I do know it needs to happen because the older they get, the harder it gets. It feels like
1: I do have something to say about the whole potty training thing for you guys. See, it I got it pull- for us. Get out I- of the pull. Get those pull ups off. This is the second person. But skin wait, in a week that time though. Time clean the sheets at three o'clock in the morning. She'll stop. But as long as she's got that on, take it off. Having said to you though, but why pull, though? The but why? Because the, the, my doctor was like, they'll he'll they'll just eventually stop. So peeing. So, so my my pediatrician did kind of say that too. But yeah. like all three of mine, we were just panties, and they none of them have peed. In the night for more than a week. But
0: why does it matter though? Just that, because I mean, her her pull up has been dry pretty much. She didn't take it off. She doesn't need it. But
1: it'll be that one night that she does. And then it's what just. What did like, she say earlier? It's about us being not, you know, the stuff that we don't want. But why want does to it do? matter? She's four. Like, why I. She, she's four. Why does she need a pull up? Listen, Especially if it's dry. Still
3: pooping in a pull-up. So okay, I've me, got work to do at my house. So I have I do have
1: something Mom to say about that. I'm judgment this. right now. No, no, I'm, not judging. I'm no, not judging. No, am not judging. i know. residential she's, No, she's hard love. Thrower. That's why we love yeah, no, Totally not judging. <laughs> Trust me. Because I bribe my kids, clearly. But um, no, I was going to say, so Ramsey didn't poop. She doesn't like for how the when it gets time. To the water. Can I just no, be no, honest? No, Ramsey did the same thing. This she was scared of pooping in the potty. It had nothing to do with pull-up, nothing. She actually got like clogged up and didn't poop for a really long time because I wasn't putting a pull up on her. So whatever. So I had to like TMI, but like I had to give her like a <laughs> thing, to show should have called TMI. <laughs> right? <laughs> to make her poop and it was traumatizing. Traumatizing because she had to go so bad and I was literally like had her on the I mean, I wasn't like, you know. No, no. Eventually, once she did it that one time and she saw that she was okay when the poop <laughs> hit the potty, she did it ever since after that. Yeah, it, it was a struggle started, too with Joel.
0: I mean, it, it yeah. took at least a year, and the doctor was like, "She will eventually yeah. poop in the toilet," but she would we'd pull her pull up on, and then
1: she'd poop in her yes. pull up. Oh, it's so frustrating.
3: And it's like, baby That's girl, right. like, yeah. it's, so for, it's and, and now she's in the bathroom doing it, so it's like she's already in the space. It's, yeah, you know, you're closer. You're, just you'll take get the, there. Yeah, she just accidentally take the... pooped the, one time in the potty while she was learning to potty train, and it just was like detrimental.
0: Do you guys follow the Real Housewives of New Jersey? yes okay there was an article that came out Teresa um I can't remember okay says her daughter or GDJ, <laughs> however
1: they say it two different ways
0: Teresa says her daughters take Joe side oh yeah it hurts me tre- tremendously what are what are your thoughts on that because I feel like well, well he was in jail there's
1: a different I, I knew that he got deported well yes but the show as it's airing right now mm-hmm. he is in ice and it's like oh, hell ice, yeah. so right. he's in ice so he's calling and what's happening is they're picking at each other when they call. So he's got this little bit of time uh-huh. to talk. He'll say a little jab and then she'll completely jab back. And the girls are getting mad at, at her. So is it fair when
0: parents drag their kids into arguments? No. We have someone who works with this adult and their parents do it all the time. So it's like that's another question, too, that, you know, someone had uh, wrote for the show. No. And it, I mean, I don't agree that I've done it before. I've talked through my kids and I'm like, oh, your daddy, you know, and it's not right. One thousand percent. And that's something where that has stopped between us because it's it doesn't feel respectful either either way.
1: No. Have you done it before? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not proud of it, but sure. Right. I do think, too, it's probably it's hard harder to, when you get older. Yeah. When they get older.
3: I mean, your it's kids so hard. Like right now, ours are so tiny. That's kind of like.
1: And our kids are <sighs> uh, getting I mean, there, though. Yeah. Amy, if, if we. When we talk about stuff and we're not arguing, Mm -hmm. but we're kind of louder people and it's passionate, she will sit there and go, please stop fighting, please stop fighting. And so we had a conversation the other day. I'm like, we're not fighting. We are literally either having a debate or just discussing something. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And so she automatically and it's freaking me out. But I'm like, you've, you've got to stop saying that. We're not fighting. Right. But she'll she'll take if she thinks we're fighting, she'll pick a side. She'll take sides. I mean, it usually, yeah, changes, I mean,
0: but... I think I don't think it's fair to talk through the kids. And again, that's something that like, thankfully, we have stopped. It's so hard. And not times that I bite my tongue because I want to say something, but I don't. <laughs> um, and I'm sure for, you know, for Mike, too. But I I don't think it's fair to talk to kids. But I mean, I get it. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I agree. And I would and I would understand if I I mean, again, I don't know the Teresa and Joe situation, so I, I can't really speak on it. But it would be frustrating if, you know, they were taking Mike's side for certain things. Like, I guess that would frustrate me. It's like, well, wait a minute. You're not even seeing my point of view. But it's like, should they be seeing your point of view, though, at this age? Well, I just like think that's, it's why it's are you dad, having that
1: fight? Well, it's also it's the dad that's gone. You know, it's like the dad that's gone all the time. Mm-hmm. They take the dad's side. The dad's been in jail for how long? Of course mm-hmm. they're going to. And it's like, you can watch it. They don't even seem to hear him jabbing at her. And then she takes it. And then but at the end of the day, how long do they get to talk? I don't know. Does she get her chance? I mean, they're divorced or getting sure. divorced. Does she have her chance? Or is it just every time he calls, everyone's got to get their moment. You know. So mm-hmm. they're living their breakup, essentially, of their marriage over the phone calls that they get. I don't know how many phone calls she gets. But.
0: It's interesting because like when my parents got divorced my mom and she could have said a bunch of things about my dad but that's one thing that she didn't do that I had so much respect for because I've seen other divorces and hearing the mom talk about the dad and vice versa like in front of their kids and I'm just like wow that's why I you know because my mom's like you let let you like they she let me form my own opinion like she didn't I've obviously found things out and then we had it you know a rough relationship there for a minute, but it wasn't because she was saying F your dad and this and that, but I can see how that impacts. Like I I know someone that is directly affected in in our family that from a divorce. And it's like, well, yeah, because she's, you know, saying all these things about this person in our family. And so of course the kids are are going to have those feelings towards them. And that's not fair because there's, they don't know the other side. Like I just well, don't feel like think it's fair for them. That's not fair. Especially, Especially when feel like Whether how be, old they are or not.
3: Yeah. And and for me, I've never taken, Preston's a really, really good dad. Mm-hmm. Like he's an awesome dad. Mm-hmm. And he's a good husband, but we've had to work on the husband wife thing, but we've never had to work on the mama data thing. Like we are tight, tight on the mama data side. So I don't think it's fair for a child to take on our issues, the husband yeah. side, like he's always a good dad. We will always have a front porch party for him. We will always be excited when he comes home. We always Whether you're mad at gone. him or not always yeah. because our work to do, I've got work separate. to do on the wife side, too. And I don't want him running the campaign against me, you know, right. I think it's just respecting the fact that like men can be good dads and maybe not be great husbands. And that's something you guys got to work on. But I don't think it should bringing kids into that just
1: seems so unfair to me
0: it is but it's a hard it's a hard bleed you know it's a hard that uh, it, I can see how you know
1: it's I one of those easier said than done obviously it's not good for him and you don't want to but in the moment you yeah. don't always think through it and make sure it doesn't happen I had a lot of that
3: growing up so I'm um, I run really tight D with that's a, good that's really good is a good data we love our data I may want to cut him on the side yeah <laughs> but they'll never know they'll that <laughs> <laughs>
0: alright let's take a break and then we'll come back with an email Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back. Tacovas, you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and kovas. Is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend, and Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's Tacova's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today.
4: All
0: right, we got an email from Ashley. Hey, Easton, what's the email again? I always forget because we've changed it a couple times.
4: It's wind down at iheartradio.com.
0: From Easton's mouth, wind down at iheart, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> iheartradio.com.
3: iheartradio.com.
0: Okay, um, so emails, any questions you guys have. Uh, This is from Ashley, and the title is Anxiety. I'm not sure how I ended up here or how I became this way, but I'm struggling. I'm 22 with an amazing boyfriend, and for the most part, we get along great. Until it comes to being around people, significantly his people. He is my future, but the one thing that causes a lot of our arguments is spending time with his friends. I'm going to be blunt here. I don't like people. Oh, wait. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, 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 no, no, no. I, I, I just, I, I was, I was thinking she was gonna say, I don't like his people. Yeah, That's but she it, just doesn't like people. Yeah, I because mean, like I, I get like, like the, sometimes, sometimes like the his people, but like okay, I'm gonna be blunt here. I don't like people. I'm the girl at the party hanging out with all the dogs. Oh, the reason I'm reaching out now is because it's becoming a problem within my relationship. Every time my boyfriend brings up hanging out with his friends, I start running a thousand excuses through my head as to why I can't. I just get bored. I don't have anything to talk about them. I don't have anything to talk to them about. It turned into an argument, and most of the time, him leaving without me and me crying on the couch. Oh, I hate that. Um, He's never once downplayed my social anxiety, but I've... Oh, that's awesome. Sorry. I keep interjecting my comments. No, but he's never once um, downplayed my social anxiety, but I've also never been able to completely open and honest with him about it either, and I'm not sure how. So there's a lot in that. Um, A lot. That
1: is a lot.
3: I have a little Ashley in me. Yeah. Preston loves to be around people. I mean, he lives his life on a bus with 12 dudes. Loves it. Uh Wants people at the house all the time. I don't want people at the house all the time. I just kind of don't. And if I do, I like it to be like. I wonder if
0: it's a thing where does she have to go hang out with him?
1: Yeah, maybe she just stays back, let him hang out. Yeah, because if it ends up
0: in an argument and you're not feeling good about yourself, I mean, until you're. Until maybe you want to, because I think it's that pressure of, you know, I I hate going to club. I, I don't want to go to a club, but maybe one time. Uh, no, I'm not saying it's one not time. It's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. But if they want to go, I'm like ah, that's just not my. I'm not my people, and I'd rather be home alone and sit on my screen and porch and drink a glass of wine because that's what makes me happy.
3: Right. I do think there's something I'm going to probably get just ripped for what I'm about to say. Oh, devil's advocate. I, I, have d- it. I do think there is something to be said, though, for realizing what's important to your partner yes. and loving them. Well, sometimes doesn't mean what it means to you. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned to like, oh, I'm not, by the way, like not, not a hostess. I love if it's my people. I'm like, come over, beautiful cheese boards and blah, blah, blah. But his people sometimes, you know, I'm like, uh, OK, and here's it, a bag of Fritos, <laughs> well, just, it's exa- you know, yeah. just exhausting. It's, you don't feel comfortable. You're you not just say you don't want to make small talk. You know, if you're a person that's pretty intentional with your time, that's also just kind of frustrating because you're like, what am I doing here again? But I think to learn how to love Preston well, I've learned to open up our home a bit more when I don't necessarily feel like it and to learn. And him. Wow. What? Wow. <laughs> hey guys, meet me in the middle. It's <laughs> an alarm on my phone to remind me that I have to leave at a certain time to pick up my daughter. Okay. <laughs> Mom life. Real sorry. Um, I just think like, so he's also met me in a place. He's met me in the middle. That's why that song came on. Um, he's met me a little bit in a place where like, he doesn't ask if he's only home for two nights off the road. He won't expect me to have people over sure compromise yeah so if it's like five nights then we do a little i just i think there's something we said for her maybe going now if it's real anxiety and it's like detrimental to your like health that's a that's a different talk too but if she just doesn't want to talk she doesn't to have to go with him every time
1: yeah. but maybe every third time she's like you compromise. know what okay once a month or however often pick a time Pick a yeah, however, or once every <laughs> three months she goes, and the rest she stays home. Maybe once a year. Compromise. I mean, know, I don't know but, how often. They no, hang but it's hang a good out. point to what you said, though, Chris. And it's about
0: knowing what your partner. Uh, that's maybe a way that he receives to know that he feels supported, knowing that you know he a wants you to come, but also like he want yeah, he wants you to come, and also it would mean a lot to him if you, you came. came. So I think just you know again same. And for like my social anxiety, for what I do, it's like I prep myself. I'm like, okay, this is I know what's going to happen. And sometimes when you prep yourself, you end up actually having a really good time because it's not as bad as what you think it's going to be.
3: And a little teamwork like Mel talked about creating intimacy in one of the recent episodes, like a little teamwork for us is like when I give him a signal that I'm all done, it's time to roll. And we have like that signal, Mm -hmm. like our out
1: signal together. Or even take two cars. Yeah. Go for a little while. And then if you're just like, I can't do it anymore. I need to head. You hang. It's all good.
3: But it is good teamwork when you have like worked on it together. You go in together. We had to do that a lot with my family, actually. So (laughs) we had like a, a... I mean, listen, I'm a vegetarian that's scared of heights. And I'm in a tree stand most of winter with my hunting husband. Because it's how to love him well. He loves to be out in the woods. He loves to hunt. He loves to... That's love. So we've... You know, you're just it's don't make it sacrificial. As long as it can feel like a good compromise, that's a good thing to do.
0: I love it. Okay. That was a lot of fun. Um, I have got work to do tonight. I need ladies. Joe to come over. And by the way, Kristen just started a new podcast and Kristen, we breast. Um, it's really, really, really great. So um, everyone listen Check to that out. podcast. Um, and, we'll continue nice this uh, mom January. It's our last week next week. Man, what sad. will I do without you? I don't know. We
3: need this just as much as
0: I, I Well, maybe we'll do some more episodes about this, but, um, uh, love you guys. And just know that whether you're a mom, whether you're just like whatever, whoever you are, you're killing the game. You're doing a great job. Doing a great job. You just keep going. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. 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 These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacobas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacobas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tecova's store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tecova's.com. That's Tecova's, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio